Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. I'm joined today by Inside Texas uh, recruiting reporter, Justin Wells. How you doing, Justin? Another beautiful Monday, brother. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing nice. The, the, the weather's beautiful outside, man. You got you got to get out and enjoy this. Yeah, no doubt. I I'm sure you enjoyed the Super Bowl last night. Some Texas players uh, playing in that. Um, but also late last night, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this video today. Aaron Hampton, a young man from your neck of the woods out in Dangerfield, in East Texas, commits to the Longhorns. Tell us a little bit about him. Uh, this is a commitment that's been a, probably about. A uh, couple months in the making, uh, he committed to Baylor in uh, early, late November, early December. Uh, that lasted three weeks. Decommitted, uh, and then at that point, he had reached out and said, "Hey, I, I, you know, I'm really interested in Texas." And so he, we'd had a lot of back and forth from, from that standpoint. Tremendous athlete on both sides of the ball. Um, you could project him at receiver. You could project him at corner. He could probably play some nickel. He's about five ten maybe 190, 185, 190. Um, he, he's got incredible athleticism. Uh, his stats from last season are absolutely ridiculous. He plays on a very young and strong Dangerfield team. There, there, there's some other guys in that group that are, are also D1 prospects. But Hampton's a guy that, you know, like you, you and I were talking about before, like you, could, you could probably see him on either side of the ball just because of, of his athleticism. Like the guy is – he's absolutely um, – he makes plays on the field. That's the big thing. If you talk to those coaches over at Dangerfield, you put him in position and he makes plays. And he's one that, you know, Texas fans, you're going to have to, we're going to have to watch for a couple of years. But yeah, that, I was going to say, uh, that's the beauty. Go ahead. I was going to preface this because I didn't say it at the opening and, and, and I should have. He is a commitment for the class of 2024, not the class of 2023. Uh, so, People need to realize that this is a guy that's only a sophomore in high school making this pledge. Um, Justin, his stats, I've got them for you real quick. 44 catches, 1,029 yards. That's almost, that's 20, almost 25 plus, uh, 22, 23 plus yards per catch. 74 tackles, nine interceptions, uh, 23 total touchdowns last year as a sophomore. Um, Two-way All-State player. Not, when I say two-way All-State, this is what I mean. Second team All-State on offense, first team All-State on defense. He, he's a, he's a, not only is he a talented player, but he's a productive one. Does he also play any other sports, run track, anything like that? He runs track. He runs the 100. He runs the 200, and he runs both sets of relays. Uh, he, he's definitely, if you're at Dangerfield and, and you can play like that, they're going to make you run track. And yeah, he's a guy on the, and I'm hoping to go over there in the next few weeks and, and, and catch one of their track meets so I can see him and a couple of the other guys again. I've already been over there a handful of times, but hey, and, and to add to his stats, he had three, at least three or maybe four pick sixes last year. And, and those numbers on offense are, are a little skewed because he didn't play both ways full time. There were a lot of times where Dangerfield is blowing out a team by halftime and they set the starters for the second half. So those numbers are actually more impressive when you kind of view it from that standpoint. Uh, he's, his nickname is Bubba. Everybody calls him Bubba, Bubba Hampton. And uh, he, he's definitely a, a prospect. Like you said, he's 2024. 20, um, I fully expect this kid to take all his visits. I fully expect this kid to enjoy the entire gauntlet that is the recruiting process. And so it's good that Sark and, and, this, and this staff have identified him early 
They were one of his earlier offers. It's good that they got him in the boat early. Now they just have to keep him in the boat. And that's the, that's going to be the biggest task of all. Yeah. Devil's in the details, right? I mean, that's, that's one. So, so this is a big commitment though, from Texas, because look, I mean, we've talked about it. Texas needs explosive players. I mean, that that's the difference between so many games these days is either have explosive players or you don't. Um, Texas obviously needs more of everything right now, or else they wouldn't be sitting at five and seven from a year ago. Um, But uh, explosive players tend to be the difference between wins and losses. He becomes the second member of the class of 2024 so far. The other one is Jaden Allen, who I know, you know, his brother BJ is, was in this class that committed from Alito. Uh, You had talked to or um, uh, saw Jaden Allen over the weekend as well. Uh, what do you know about Jaden Allen and introduce him a little bit uh, to folks, uh, to the Inside Texas folks? Jaden Allen's one of those kids that if you're worried a little bit about Aaron Hampton, Jaden Allen's on the other side of the spectrum. You have zero to worry about with Jaden Allen. Uh, like you said, his big brother BJ's on campus already. He's an early enrollee from the class of 2022. Jaden's one of those guys that now he kind of gets to make his own mark. And he's not an arrogant kid. He's not a cocky kid. He just goes out and goes to work. He's a corner through and through. He's a little on the small side still. He's about 5'9", five, 5'10", five, five, probably 155, 160 pounds. But now he's going to get to play on offense. And like he told me recently, you know, he loves playing on offense. He thought he was going to be a receiver when he grew up. Uh, but, he, but he figured out that playing corner was a lot more valuable, and, and that's where the team needed him at the time. But now, like, like, like they, Tim Buchanan did with, with BJ last year playing in both ways, Jaden's going to get a dose of that this year as well. Jaden is, is what I would say is an ambassador of his class because you're going to get a guy that's not going to go on and take a bunch of visits. He's not going to report a bunch of other offers. When he commits to Texas, he's committed to Texas. And I think it's his family structure is solid. And, and, and I think he's really piggybacking off, off being, a, you know, BJ's little brother, but he wants to set his own mark. This is a guy that kind of wants to do it to, 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 to be his own man, but he, Texas was too good of a, ch- a chance and opportunity for him. He considers these coaches family. He's gotten to know some of these players on a, on a regular basis. Jaden is quick, incredible feet. Uh, he can twist. He can flip the hips, but he just he needs a little bit more length. He needs a little bit more size. But he's got to grow. These are we're, we're talking about twenty twenty fours. He's got two and a half years till he's got to be ready. And so if he if he you know starts to grow into his body a little bit more, I think Jaden Allen, who already has a, a decent little offer list early on, I think that will increase as well. Ex- especially being at Alito, where he's going to play in probably sixteen games, fifteen to sixteen games a season. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you also uh, broke some news earlier today that Anthony Hill, uh, the blue chip linebacker athlete out of uh, Denton Ryan, uh, is expected to drop his list of what top six or top 10 schools today? Top six. Top six. And uh, you believe uh, you've been led to believe that Texas will be one of those six. Yes, sir. I, I actually caught up with, with Anthony uh, last last week, late last week. I went over to the track meet at Denton Ryan. Um, got to spend a lot of time with Anthony. We went one-on-one for about 30 minutes where we just spoke and caught up and, and a lot of stuff just, you know, kind of get an idea of where he's at. Because this is a guy that's been recruited pretty hard since his freshman year. And I was I was curious to see if he'd been burned out from this process yet. And, and Anthony's not at all. He's kind of the same guy he was then. He, he's humble. Um, I, I connected with his father again this morning uh, for a little bit more of an update. And Anthony had told me he was going to drop a top six. And we reported that last week uh, over the next few days. 
catching up with his dad again this morning. He said that uh, it's his birthday today, as a matter of fact. And and I went ahead and, and shot him a happy birthday text. And and he w- let me know that he's going to put out a top six today. And so I, I was grateful for the information. And, and Texas is in it. It's going to be a Texas, Texas A&M OU battle. And I would even venture to say it's going to be it's going to be a Texas, Texas A&M battle. Oregon is trying to push. Alabama and Nick Saban are, are trying to push. Um, but this just feels like a guy that's going to stay closer to home. This feels like a guy that he realizes he can't lose if he chooses a Texas or a Texas A&M. He can stay within proximity of his family and still get the uh, big-time college experience. And so the biggest thing for Anthony Hill is he's 6'2 and a half, 200, almost 230 pounds. He looks outstanding, and he's running in the 200 meters in, in, in track. And I said, why are you running in the 200 meters despite the fact that he's fully qualified to do it at that size? He's going to be playing running back some more this fall for, for Dave Hennigan and the, and the Ryan Raiders. And he's excited about that. I think that gives him some optimism. And so, um, yeah, Anthony, great kid. Texas should be in his top six. And uh, that recruitment's going to it's going to go it's going to go a little bit longer. Yeah. You, you think that'll go into the summer and into the fall, even possibly? Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, that could, you know how these recruitments are. They could change. But right now, he's so he's been so grounded over the last three years about his process. He's basically he stayed pretty true to true to form. And so I, he wants to take a couple of visits in the spring. He's going to be at the Texas spring spring game on April 24th. And then he might, might take a couple uh, officials in the fall if, if they present themselves. He's, he's a little open to that. Once he drops that top six, those are his six he's literally focusing on. You know, a lot of times you see a top schools list, and then if other schools come in, well, the player's going to change it up. Well, I got to look at this place. I got to talk to that coach. Anthony Hill said flat out, these are the six I'm going to focus on, and I'm not talking to anybody else. And that's how you, you weed down the, the, the process. And so I would say probably – Sometime in the fall is when you're going to see a decision. It, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's late summer. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if, if he got everything he needed to know by August and decided before I kick off my senior year, I find a spot. And so I, I would guess any, anywhere between there right now. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Um, you mentioned the possibility of him coming in for the spring game. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian made the... I wouldn't say controversial, but made the decision to make the spring game in the evening, which is a little bit different than what other teams and, and historically what tech is different from what Texas has done. You think that's going to help them bring more kids to Austin that weekend? I do. I really do. Cause you know, in the past, these games have kicked off at 11, 12 o'clock in the morning time. And, and, and you have to give kids time to get there. There's a, there's a logistical standpoint that, that, that it's common sense. The later these events happen, the more you can get kids there. It gives those parents an opportunity to get there a little bit sooner. And so I think that's a, a, a kind of a cool element, too. It's because you might, you know, the lights are going to be on. And, and, and for a spring game. And, and that almost has more of a game feel than a day scrimmage. And so yeah. give, give him credit for that. I, I have to say that I, something I hadn't really thought about, but 
used to be for spring visits like this, it would be the high school coach taking the players up to, to a school. And over time, and, and so they would want to leave in the morning and get back in the evening, right? They'd get up, the high school coach would go pick those kids up at 5 a.m., show up at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then be home by 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So recruiting has changed now where parents are coming in. It's a little bit, the, the, the spring visits and spring games mean more from a recruiting perspective, I think. And so moving the time, I, I think this is going to be up, end up being a, a smart move. Um, the best thing, real quick, one more thing about Anthony Hill, his primary contact at Texas is Steve Sarkeesian. His primary contact at the other schools are position coaches. To me, I think he, he told me off, you know, he, to, the, to him, that's important. Gotcha. All right. Jonte Cook, you also saw him this weekend up at a seven on seven event. Uh, one of the state's top receivers, if not the top receiver uh, out of DeSoto. Uh, how did he look, first of all? And uh, I'm sure you got a chance to talk to him a little bit. Tell us a little bit about his recruiting situation right now. He looks spectacular, like Jonte Cook always looks. When you, I told Hudson back in the day, once you, when you go see Jonte, he's going to do something over one practice or over one game or one camp that you think, wow, I didn't think that was incredible. Like, Jonte just does that. His body control is elite. His hands, his speed, his quickness. Uh, Coach Sweeney does a great job with those guys, helping them get recruited. And and Jonte was was you know we were out there at Southlake uh, on Friday or Saturday night, and it was cold. Guys are all bundled up, you know, gloves and all that. Not Jonte. He's got short sleeves, no gloves. He's out there going to work. Um, I, I just I really like this kid just because he just he, he is exactly what Texas has to win in recruiting battles to get to the next level. That's the guy. You can't let that guy go away. Uh, and, and, and Texas has done almost as good a job as any school in his recruitment, especially since Steve Sarkeesian and his gang took over. Um, A&M is now in the mix. You know, last year he had made a few comments about Jimbo running the wishbone and, 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 and he thought that was all in, in jest, but Jimbo took it to heart. And so whenever he went to college station a few weeks back, you know, Jimbo assured him what they were doing. And, and you know, they, they talked about Evan Stewart, who, J who Jonte is close to and, and how they're going to utilize him and how they're going to become a vertical passing team and all these things. And, and the only thing Jonte says is, okay, prove it. Jonte wants him to prove it. He's in, there's not going to be a decision before that happens uh, more than likely. Uh, Texas and, and A&M are, are the two schools I'm really watching here. I asked him, I said, is there one school that nobody's asking you about that nobody's talking to you about that, that, that you're kind of getting uh, close with? And he said, LSU. He said, and, and, and he told us he's going to be visiting LSU in, the, in that first weekend in March. And so LSU is going to try to jump in the mix. But the big thing with, with Jonte is he has already built such a strong relationship with Steve Sarkeesian. Sark has shown him so many different ways they're going to get him the ball. And, and he even mentioned that we're going to have a post up at inside Texas here in just a bit, uh, a standalone uh, about my, my conversation with my conversation with Jonte. And he basically says, you know, Sark's an offensive genius. He said that guy can scheme anybody open on any play. And he goes, I can't imagine what he could do if he's doing that with Quinn Ewers throwing the ball. And not to mention the fact that he was talking to Arch Manning a few days ago. And those that relationship has continued to grow. And, 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 and you and I have seen recruiting long enough to know these package deals often are, are, are kind of just for fun. They're, they're, they're more fluff. They're more uh, style than substance. But there's something to this one I can't shake. 
And, and the fact that these two still stay close and the fact that now that Brennan Marion is involved, I think that only gives Texas an advantage. They've started to build on a, a better relationship. He, he mentioned coach AJ Milwee. He loves talking to the quarterback coach, AJ Milwee. And so he's a guy that's been to Austin probably more than any other campus during his recruitment. It's, it, there's a lot of similarities to the Devon Campbell recruitment, in my opinion, whereas Texas got in early, stayed the course, fought off some warriors and in the end brought him home. I think Jonte Cook could be the same exact way. And don't hear the one little, if there's one little nugget that, that, that recruiting people love, Byron Murphy has been talking to him. He is a big fan of Mr. Byron Murphy. That's his former teammate at DeSoto and defensive lineman at, at Texas sophomore to be coming in 2022. Um, that, I, you know, that was, that was a new little nugget that he shared with me on Saturday. And so I thought that was important because he, he really looks up to Byron and Byron is telling him a lot of good things that are going on on the 40 acres, especially uh, in this spring. I tell you what, there are worse kids to look up to than Byron Murphy, Byron Murphy, Murphy, as a high schooler, had already gotten his associate's degree coming out of high school uh, through the junior college and a, 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 a co-enrollment program, I think, that the DeSoto ISD offers with the, the local junior college there. Uh, Murphy uh, not only have his, has his stuff together, in my opinion, on the field, uh, but also off the field. Um, Cook, I, I saw some of the video. Uh, to your point, uh, Justin, he looked spectacular. Uh, I, I think that what separates so many of these guys and I and watching the Super Bowl yesterday and the difference between Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. from the rest of the uh, uh, Rams roster is their ability to create open space, you know, with just little subtle moves and then quick reactions. Uh, both of those guys, uh, Van Jefferson is a guy that's also on the Rams who runs 4-4, just as fast as the other guys, but he just doesn't have the quickness, right? And so, the quick twitch. Uh, That's what they're yeah. looking for now. Explosiveness is the, yeah. is the, yeah. is the it, key it, word. It's very clear that that was just a, a different caliber. Now, Justin, uh, I know this, and you know this, but you're in East Texas. Um, Texas this year, as far as recruiting East Texas, it, it looks like, at least on the surface, there's only uh, maybe three guys really that are a that are going to be seniors that are guys that Texas is in on right now. Jordan Renaud, the deep lineman out of Tyler Legacy, he has been offered by Texas, but doesn't look like Texas is much heavily involved at this point um, for whatever reason. Uh, Jalen Hale, the wide receiver out of Longview. I know you, you've talked to him recently. And then also um, uh, Devin McCoon out of uh, Jacksonville, Texas has established contact with him. Uh, tell us a little bit about Hale and McCoon, if you will. Uh, Jalen Hale is a guy that for recruiting guys, you, you remember that name because he was one of the only freshmen in Longview high school history to start on varsity in that class. And that's, that, that's, I mean, when, when John King puts you on varsity as a freshman, you're doing something right. Jalen's got so many attributes that, that benefit him. He plays so many different sports. He's a good basketball player. He's big time on the track, you know, with long jump and that sort of thing. Um, Jalen's one of those guys that could come in and, and, and fill a need. He's a wide receiver that can separate. He can get vertical. He high points the ball extremely well. Uh, he's got great ball skills. What he might lack in a quick twitch or in a, in, you know, in, in quickness, he, he overcomes with everything else, including determination. He is a dog. 
this guy gets down in the mud and gets dirty. Um, Texas is in it. You know, they've put themselves in the conversation. Let's say that. And before two or three months ago, we couldn't we couldn't make that statement. And so give Brandon Marion credit for going into Longview. He went by there a couple of weeks ago for going into Longview and, and building on that relationship and just talking to Jalen. He likes Coach Marion. And so Texas put themselves in the conversation there. With Jordan Raynaud, Texas would love to, to have more, you know, back and forth with this guy. But I think Raynaud, you know, he's a guy that he's kind of unpredictable. He's from South Florida. He's in his third school in three years high school. And so he's a guy that I, I think it's kind of hard to predict right now. Texas A&M has made a nice impression on him. Clemson has made an impression on him, but he, I, I get a sense. He might want to go back home. He's from South Florida. Miami is, is in the mix. Florida state is in the mix. I've, I've heard that Florida has reached out. And so I, I get the feeling if he doesn't stay in Texas and go to A&M, he's going to wind up going back uh, and, and uh, around South Florida around, in that area. But Texas is still recruiting him. They're not giving up. Bo Davis is still on him. Texas is interested. So, and then Devin McCune, that's a guy that, you know, you and I talked about a couple of weeks ago, that's criminally under the radar. Uh, I went and watched him play basketball uh, the other night. Incredible athlete. Like we're talking about Aaron Hampton being a great athlete. Devin McCune, man, this kid plays above the rim. Uh, averages 14 points a game in basketball. And I wouldn't even call him a really good basketball player. He's just a really good athlete that plays hard. He plays incredibly hard. Last year, he ran a 10, five, three in, in, in the, in the, uh, in the hundred. And he did it without any experience because he's never ran out of blocks before. And I talked to their track coach while I was over there. And, and he said, Justin, once this guy is actually trained on the track, like how to run these events, we're looking at a kid that's going to surpass 10-5 easily. And that's kind of scary for a guy his size. Because you're talking about a kid that's easily 6'1", almost 6'2", almost 200 pounds. I'd say he's probably 190, 195. He could easily bulk up. His big brother is a, is a safety, Deshaun McCune at TCU. I got to catch up with him uh, that night. And he is filled out. He's going to be a terror for the Big 12 over the next few years. He got a, a medical red shirt from last year. So he's got three years left. And so he's a guy that is going to be – and these kids play hard. And I think Terry Joseph identified him early. Uh, I think Blake Gideon's involved. I think uh, Brennan Marion wants to be involved. Uh, Chris Gilbert's wanting to be involved. I, I don't mention Chris Gilbert near enough, but any guy we're talking about, Gilbert's probably in the mix just because of his outstanding people skills and, and knowledge of the state. Dev McCune is special. And in and, and Texas, the one thing they've done in East Texas recently that tickles me is they're early and they're, they're offering early. And that's something TCU does and Oklahoma State does. They get those really early evals in this region. Texas has done the same thing. McCune's just kind of been a little bit off the radar. Um, I don't think he's going to be off the radar very long. Wait till the spring evaluation period opens up. Wait till he goes to a few more track meets, a few more coaches come through the school. The kid's going to blow up. Is he receiver? He could. Is he on? But I think his maximization is on the defensive side. He's easily a safety right now, but, but could have some cornerback traits as well. Gotcha. Um, we mentioned Hampton uh, for class of 2024. Any early names for 2024 in East Texas? Just oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dalen Evans. Big kid, big six foot four, about 260, 265 pound uh, defensive lineman and uh, tight end out of Pine Tree. Uh, he's got some nice offers. He actually, uh, Texas has been recruiting him a little bit. Uh, not a lot of contact yet, but there's been some invites. Uh, Notre Dame, he went for a visit for Notre Dame la uh, last, last fall. 
Uh, it, it, it's early with him. Like you say, it's 2024, but Dalen Evans is a kid, really good basketball player. He's a big kid that's probably, he plays tight end, but if he would make the decision to play offensive tackle, we may be having a different conversation. Otherwise, I think he might, his future's probably on the defensive interior. Uh, to Marcus Gray, TJ Gray, wide receiver, six foot three, 180 pound wide receiver out of Texas High. He's a kid that Brennan Marion's very familiar with. Uh, Coach Marion recruited him and offered him his freshman year when he was at Pitt. And, and he, he already kind of built that relationship now. Uh, I went over to Texas High to see him about a month ago and he quit playing basketball. That was, that was a little disappointing, but he wants to focus on track. And then he wants to also work, uh, continue to work in the offseason for football. And so, the, you know, those two guys come off, come off the top of my head. But the best football player in East Texas, regardless of class, is Derek McFall. He's the best athlete. He's the best player. He, he, ex he excels at each sport he plays. Um, we're talking about a kid that's about 5'10", uh, 165, 170 pounds. He's going to be in that 10'6", 10'7", 10'8", range in track this year. Uh, absolute tear on the basketball court. This little dude hops. Kind of reminds me of Ramont's Taylor, how he just he was small and just bounced when he played basketball, the pregame dunks, you'd be surprised to see the bounce that comes out of this little kid. Texas did a great job recruiting him early. Uh, and they really, right now, they're the team in his eyes. If you ask him what, who he really likes, it's Texas. What, what, what high school is he at in Tyler? Tyler high, formerly John Tyler. He's yeah, in Tyler. So high. JT, it's now Tyler high and Robert E. Lee. For those that don't know, uh, Tyler independent school district, uh, renamed the schools, Tyler high, what had been is what had been John Tyler and Tyler Lee is now Tyler legacy. Correct. Right. They essentially cut off the John and ag added a legacy. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. All right. Um, Justin, any final thoughts on Aaron Hampton, uh, Bubba Hampton, as you call him uh, from danger, Dangerfield committing to Texas or anything else you want to talk about this week uh, before we get going here. I'm excited about Bubba Hampton. Texas fans should be too. Uh, when you watch his highlights, you're kind of on your kind of on your edge. You're gonna when you watch his recruitment, you're gonna be on his edge too. So just uh, get ready. But hey, guess what? That's why you got to check inside Texas every day. That's why you, <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. It, it so many things could turn at the at the, the doing this video. We could have some more stuff happen. So be sure and check out Inside Texas to to make sure you get the very latest. Yes, I agree. All right, uh, Justin, I won't even do an Inside Texas. Uh, pitch because of that. Uh, also, if you enjoy these videos and podcasts, please click the subscribe button. It helps Justin, myself, and others out to, to build our reader, our listenership. Uh, and so without further ado, I'm Bobby Burton for Justin Wells. Thanks everybody for watching on Texas Football.